countdown for blast off. X minus five, four, three, two, X minus one, fire. I don't wanna grow up, don't wanna grow up. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's me again, Icy Robots, here for the Toys R Us Report, episode number uh, nine for the week of November 12th, 2014. Oh, how the time flies. Anyhow, I have been forced out of my house. My daughter has some friends over. Icy Robots Jr. has a buddy or two in the house, and they have not so much asked me to leave, but I feel as if I should leave for a bit and give them a little... uh privacy than all teenagers desire. Anyhow, let me start off by telling you a little story from the uh, flea market this week. So, me and the wife went over to the flea, which we normally do. Not the one here in town, the other one in the next town over. It's a little different clientele than the one we normally see here in Santa Rosa. It's still a very nice flea market. Anyhow, we were over there looking at stuff, doing whatever we do, you know, doing our thing, when I stumbled upon something that I had not seen before. I'm not saying I've seen everything, but when it comes to pop culture stuff, I have seen a great deal of the cool things that are out there. And this surprised me. I hadn't seen it before. It was an 8mm film of selected scenes from Star Wars. Maybe you have seen this. I have not. It turns out it's not that uncommon of an item, but let me get into the story a little bit better. I see the thing, and I point it out to my wife. I go, hey, that looks cool. Let's go check it out. The vendor is somebody that I know. Not personally. He's a vendor that I've had run-ins before. If you've listened since the beginning, you'll remember I told a story about these uh, Eagle Force action figures, these bagged-up Eagle Force action figures, and how the guy was overly possessive of them and didn't really want to sell them. Anyhow, it's the same guy. So... My wife goes up, and she's looking at the film, and she asks the dude. She goes, how much is this? And he says, well, I'm only taking serious offers right now. And she's like, well, I'm right here. You know, I'm, I'm offering to uh, see what you think. And he goes, no, I'm only entertaining offers, only entertaining serious offers. This is, this is only for sale on Google. It doesn't exist. And she looks at him like, what are you saying? It's only for sale on Google. And he... um. He yanked it out of her hands. He just, like, grabbed it and pulled it right out of her hands. And, you know, we're not the greatest dressed people in the world. We don't look like Thurston, Howell, and Lovey, but we are not scrubs by any means. And, I mean, I'm wearing, like, a pop culture t-shirt. She's wearing a pop culture t-shirt. So it's like, we are the people who might buy this. And he just took it away from her. And he said, you know, it was the weirdest thing. I, It I wouldn't say it was upsetting, but it was annoying. It was annoying that he had it here, and for whatever reason, he didn't want to sell it to us. So, anyhow, we moved along. We got some stuff, and I came home, and I'm like, I'm still annoyed about this. So, I, I said, I'm going to look that up. I need to look this up and see what we're dealing with here. So, we looked it up on eBay, and it's not an uncommon item at all. I actually saw one that sold for one cent. Exactly one cent with three ninety nine shipping. So... I don't know what this guy's thinking, but his little item could go for as low as uh, $4 altogether. I did see some that were a little higher, like $14, $15. And I don't want to seem like I'm not telling the whole truth here. There was one that went for $40 that got into a bit of a bidding war. But even $40 isn't enough to like yank something out of my wife's hands. I don't look like somebody who doesn't even have $40 to his name. You know, I'm not... 
I'm not like uh, Professor Rockefeller or anything, but, uh, you know, I look like I might have at least $40, you know, in the bank account to get something. So, I guess that's his loss. Uh, then the next day, we were actually at the Goodwill, at one of the Goodwill outlets, and we bumped into the same guy again. He had a, uh, what would you call it, like a sweatshirt. He had an Atlanta Olympic sweatshirt, and he was trying to get his friend to scan it into eBay and see how much it looks, how much it was worth. But the dude is like, you can't scan a picture into eBay. You can't scan an item. You have to scan a barcode. And he's like, just Google it. Just scan it into Google and have the Google tell you what it's worth. Just this guy's clueless. He was really bugging me. That didn't really illustrate how bad the scene was when he was holding the thing up and trying to have him scan the picture in. It's just, I'm still annoyed with him. Anyhow, today in the show, we're going to get a review of Nightcrawler. We're going to get a retro toy roundup about the Superpowers line. I think that's one of everybody's favorites. We're going to have a bunch of stuff. All sorts of hilarity will ensue. You are listening to The Toys R Us Report on the Throwback Network. Nobody move. Nobody gets hurt. Yoki doke so I am back in the house, and as you all know, when Halloween ends in America, Christmas season immediately begins. We don't even get, like, a Thanksgiving season. We're just past that. Immediately, it jumps right into uh, Christmas, and with Christmas comes one of the coolest things, the Toys R Us wish book. I have mine right here in my hand. Have you received yours in the mail yet? I don't know if they go out to everybody or only if you're like a sign up for the, uh, what's it called? The Toys R Us card. You know how every store has a card? I don't know. Anyway, who, who even cares? Anyway, I have it right here in my hand and let's take a little look through it, okay? Baby toy, baby toys, baby toys, baby toys. Oh, that's kind of cool. Here we go on page number 11. There is something called the Imaginex Remote Control Transforming Bat Bot. And it's like a giant uh, Jaeger that Batman goes into. And it's even remote controlled. It rolls forward. That is a bit of a baby toy. It's still neat though. It's $49.99. The Imaginex are pretty good. They have some neat DC ones in there that I enjoy. I've actually bought a couple for my nephew over the years. Let's see more baby toys, leapfrogs, baby toys, frozen calico critters. Calico Critters sell great on the secondary market, in case you were wondering about that. If you see them at the flea market, you can flip them. Calico Critters. Flip, flip, Barbie, Monster High. Monster High is kind of neat. My daughter's not into that at all, and she never has been. I think the sound quality is going to keep going in and out. Let's see, what was that beep? Oh, that was actually from our good friend, the No Swear Gamer, who you can follow at No Swear Gamer. He uh, commented something here on the IC Robots Facebook group, which is at facebook.com backslash IC Robots. Okay, here we go. He commented, oh, he commented on uh, the fate of this one kid who's on a package of flash bulbs. He said that he is a taste tester at the local bubble factory because he has a mouthful of bubbles in the picture. Go on over to facebook.com backslash icrobots and you can see that picture and what he commented upon. So back to the wish book. Let's see. Girl toy, girl toy, girl toy, girl toy, girl toy. Where are... Oh, here's the Legos. Let's see. Anything that looks new? No, not really. Oh, here's a Ghostbuster Lego set. That's pretty neat. Have you seen that? It's an Ecto-1. I'm really looking forward to that. I might actually purchase that for myself. Okay, let's see. Some other stuff. Building toys, Mega Blocks, 
Do you know what's really neat? These Mega Bloks Call of Duties. Do you like those? I haven't purchased any myself, but I do think that they are neat. And they have zombies, which is always fun. You can have your soldiers fight against the undead. I mean, what's better than that? Let's see, bikes, 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 scooters, bikes. Here's some wrestling dudes, some Minecraft. Oh, here's some new Star Wars stuff. This is pretty neat. Let's see what we got here coming up. Oh, I like these little Star Wars guys. They're like army men, but they're Star Wars. They're actually, they're like little green army men. They're pretty cool. They're from Star Wars uh, Command, I think is what they're called. Star Wars Rebel Command. And they have a Star Destroyer for those. That's pretty cool. On the other page, oh, this is kind of neat. It is a 48-inch Michelangelo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A lot of this sounds not so great because I'm looking away from the microphone when I speak. So if you, uh, you might want to turn up the volume a little bit while I'm flipping through here. Mm, right on page 58, me know like this. It's a Captain America helmet with guns on the side. I don't think Cap had that. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, maybe kids just need extra guns. Let's see, here's some Skylanders, Skylanders. And let's see, Disney Infinity. I don't have any of those, but those look pretty neat too. Video games, video games, video games. Did I just straight up miss the action figures in here? Or are there no like Marvel Legends and stuff like that? Let's see, go back. Here's some WWE guys on page 56. Transformers. I don't know. Looks like we might have a sad lack of action figures here in the Toys R Us wish book. So let's close the uh, let's close the book on the book and move on to the movie review. Injuries just occurred, Western and Third. Hello, I'm Lewis Bloom. I film breaking news stories. You got something good for us tonight? <laughs> you went inside the house, you can film the bodies. This tape is evidence. Do I have to give it to you? Is there any reason why you wouldn't? <laughs> Start filming. We want all of it. The people who did this, they're still out there. I think everything you said is a lie. Nightcrawler. Rated R. My daughter's been staying at friends' houses more and more often, and I think that I'm saying this every week. We miss you. We miss you, Icy Robots Jr., but at the same time, it's allowed us to go and see movies every week, so I'm not, I'm not going to complain that hard about it, even though we do miss you and wish you were here more often. But anyhow, the movie we saw this week is called Nightcrawler, and it's not an Alan Cummings joint about the Marvel mutant. It's about a guy who goes out at night and looks for... CD news. He looks for accidents. He looks for murders, crimes, B&Es, just anything gross so that he can get the footage and sell it for the morning news. It's a really grisly business. I wasn't even aware that there were like independent news contractors. I don't watch TV news that much, unfortunately. I'm more of a 
newspaper guy. I get the newspaper every day and I skim through it and I don't really see the murder footage as much as I read about the murders the next day, I guess. I'm who you don't need to stay on top of it that closely, in my opinion. Anyhow, Gyllenhaal is fantastic in this movie. The guy is such a good actor. He is one of our best. He's been hitting it really great lately. Prisoners was fantastic. End of Watch was fantastic. Source Code was great. And this movie might not be as good as one of those, but his performance in it is as good as you could ever hope for. He plays the creepy Nightcrawler guy to perfection. He hardly blinks during the movie, which, believe it or not, you do notice because the camera's focused on his face a lot of the times and he's just not blinking. He also wears sunglasses in the middle of the night, which is never... It's never a sign of somebody that you're going to um, trust very much, you know? And Gyllenhaal in this movie, Gyllenhaal in this movie, just, you don't want to trust him. He is a bad guy. He's a total, total psychopath. Still, though, I got to recommend it. I got to recommend the movie. I had a good time watching it. It's a little lean on the story side, but it's very well acted. There's not a bad performance in the thing. It's also... It's very compelling. It's very compelling to see how they put these news stories together. I wasn't... I'm just... I'm not aware of news as a business, to be honest with you. So I don't know if this is real. I don't know if this is true, how they go around and buy this footage. I imagine it is. I just... It's weird to me. It's very weird to me. If you are, like, if you're the kind of cat that's out there watching a lot of news, hit me up on Twitter, at ICRobots, or on Facebook, facebook.com backslash ICRobots. Let me know. If this is how it is after you see this movie, if it is, I would recommend you stop watching it because it's a little gross. It's a little seedy. And I'm somebody who enjoys comic books and wrestling, and I think that this is a little, ugh, little black. Anywho, take the time. Go see the movie. It's winter. It's a little colder. You have the time, right? Just make the time. Make the time and go see Nightcrawler. Icy Robots recommended. <laughs> Make sure to visit VirtualDirtMall.com and support the Toys R Us report with a generous purchase of some retro or not so retro junk. Maybe a Ghostbusters action figure or a Star Trek propeller hat. It's really up to you. VirtualDirtMall.com. You won't be sorry for long. And now, the Retro Toy Roundup. Coming from the farthest reaches of the universe to challenge the worst villains on Earth are the most powerful heroes ever in the Battle of the Superpowers Collection. Impossible. The Hall of Justice under attack. Batman behind bars. New from Kenner's Superpowers Collection. Hall of Justice playset. Some assembly required. Vehicles and figures sold separately. Who's the trap door, Batman? Brainiac's taken over the computer. Joker in the elevator. Evil forces joining for a final assault. Who can restore order? Superman! Can Superman save the Hall of Justice? You decide. Hey there, kids. Thanks for holding on during the commercial break there. Uh, this week on the Retro Toy Roundup, we are going to be talking about the Superpowers Collection. In 1984, Kenner worked with DC Comics to create an all-time favorite toy line of mine, the Superpowers Collection. Superpowers was great because, of course, it had DC heavy hitters like Batman and Superman, but it also included B and C listers like Firestorm and the Red Tornado, as well 
as Jack Kirby's new god characters like Darkseid and Calabac. Way back in 1984, both Kenner and Mattel, the two big dogs in the toy game, were in negotiations with DC for the action figure property. When it fell through for Mattel, they went on to create Secret Wars. Uh, you know, Secret Wars, they had like the little lenticular shields and all that. So... Really, that's another story for another day. Uh, let's try to stay on topic with the superpowers. The first series of superpowers action figures uh, was a set of 12, and those 12 were Aquaman, Batman, Brainiac, The Flash, The Green Lantern, Hawkman, The Joker, Lex Luthor, The Penguin, Robin, Superman, and Wonder Woman. It's a pretty good little set there. You get the... DC big hitters like Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, as well as their main adversaries, the Joker and Lex Luthor. I don't know who Wonder Woman's main adversary is. I don't really know so much if she has one as much as she's just kind of a symbol for peace, which is a little weak. It's a little whack. She should have somebody to fight. There were also three vehicles and a playset. The three vehicles are the Lexor 7, and that's L-E-X dash s-o-a-r so you know it like soars through the sky the lexor 7 the superman supermobile which was a airplane for superman i think that's a little weird uh really that is a little weird and then there was the batmobile the batmobile is a gorgeous 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 toy it's a beautiful car really cool go look for that online i'll actually i'll include a picture of it in the show notes and then there was also the hall of justice the hall of justice is a great toy too it's a big yellow carrying case for your figures that doubles as a playset. It's kind of like that Darth Vader head that you put all your Star Wars dudes in, but if the Darth Vader head also became a Star Destroyer or into like the Death Star, something like that. So it was like a playset, but also a carrying case. Anyhow, before we go any further, we should probably get into why the line was called Superpowers. It wasn't so much that the dudes had superpowers. The deal was that each figure came with its own action, which they called a superpower. Usually that involved squeezing their legs together and their arms would do like an uppercut, like a super punch. But there was a few of the dudes like the red tornado and you would squeeze his arms and his legs would spin making a tornado motion or the flash where you would squeeze his arms together and his little legs would uh, pump back and forth. I remember when I had the Flash, I would squeeze his arms like furiously and make him run around trying to make him look like he was going really fast. I would squeeze his arms as hard as I could. Like right now, I'm pumping my fingers, you know, eh, 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 eh. I'm moving my fingers pretending that I'm running my Flash around, but I don't actually have one with me at the moment. So it's just my fingers are darting around my desk like I would dart around the fireplace when I was a youth. Anyhow, let's take a little break here, another Superpowers commercial, and we will be right back. Coming from the farthest reaches of the universe to challenge the worst villains on Earth are the most powerful heroes ever in the Battle of the Superpowers Collection. Oh no, Green Lantern's trapped in Penguin and Brainiac's mind machine. You'll save him? Can Batman and Hawkman stop this evil? Kenner's new Superpowers Collection figures with power action, each sold separately with his own mini-comic. Batman's punch is ineffective, and a power action kick to boot? Dagger danger for Hawkman? Is there no hope for our heroes? Superman! Can Superman defeat this deadly duo? You decide. 
Make sure to visit virtualdirtmall.com and support the Toys R Us report with a generous purchase of some retro or not so retro junk. Maybe a Ghostbusters action figure or a Star Trek Cryphella hat. It's really up to you. Virtualdirtmall.com. You won't be sorry for long. Yeah, alright. Thank you for holding on through the commercial break. We are back with more show. The second series of Superpowers action figures came out in 1985, and they are notable for introducing some Jack Kirby New God characters to the action figure world. They also had some really neat DC, B, and C listers like Firestorm and Dr. Fate. The Dr. Fate was one of my personal favorite action figures growing up. He had a beautiful yellow helmet and a blue paint job that was this neat color of blue, very light. Uh, what I would do with him is... He joined up with G.I. Joe, and his main job was to counteract Crystal Ball, the Cobra hypnotist, who I kind of pretended was a Cobra magic user. Let's take a look at the rest of the figures that came out in Series 2. You got Darkseid, Dr. Fate, Firestorm, Green Arrow, Calabac, Mantis, Martian Manhunter, Parademon, Red Tornado, and there was also a Malin figure that was Steppenwolf, who is Darkseid's uncle. Not the famous band that recorded Magic Carpet Ride and Born to be Wild, even though that would be really awesome if they were part of the set. I would definitely have acquired them on the secondary market by now. I also had Darkseid. I got him from my grandfather, who has since passed, and it's a cherished memory. He took me down to the KB and let me pick whatever I wanted, and I got Darkseid. He was cool because he was a little bigger than the other dudes. He was on scale. He towered over the other fools. And he had, he had like, on top of his head, it was like he had a sunroof that had a red lens that extended down to his eyes. So if you held him under the light, it would look as if his eyes were glowing, you know, showing like his omega beams or whatever you called them on the character. Really, really, really neat figure. Really neat, 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 neat too. There was also three vehicles in the set. Darkseid's Destroyer, which was a plane for Darkseid. Once again, a character who can float is in a plane, but the plane had really long wings, and on the end of the wings were two little compartments where his his cronies could sit. You could sit like Calabac and Steppenwolf out there, and there wasn't a windshield, so they could just fire away. There was also Calabac's Boulder Bomber, which I have right now. I found it at the flea market recently. Calabac's Boulder Bomber, which was like a vehicle that he would ride in that had a catapult to throw big boulders and could also shoot missiles. And then there was the Delta Probe, which had Robin on the box, even though I'm not sure it was intended for him specifically. And it was a deep space vehicle for the superpowers guys. Yokey doke, let's move on to the third and final wave by Kenner. This wave is far and away the most intriguing of all the releases. It is 10 action figures, and a couple of them have never appeared in the comic or on the cartoon. Those two are the Golden Pharaoh and Cyclotron. It also has first-time action figures Cyborg and Mr. Miracle. By the time the third wave hit the pegs, interest in the series was at an all-time low. So a lot of them never made it into, you know, a bigger wider distribution like the earlier sets so cyborg and samurai and a few of these dudes are fairly rare and they get a pretty good price on the secondary market if you ever bump into them grab them up if you see a cyborg grab it now you're not going to be sitting on a fortune it's like a few hundred bucks but it's nice hunk of change let's take a look at the dudes who were included in the wave okay here we go series three came out in 1986 and was clark kent as a male in figure cyborg 
Cyclotron, Desaad, The Golden Pharaoh, Mr. Freeze, Mr. Miracle, Orion, Plastic Man, Samurai, and Captain Marvel, who was called Shazam because of licensing reasons and tier. There are also some vehicles, four of them to be exact. The first one is the Batcopter, which is a really nice looking toy. And then there was also the Justice Jogger, which was an exoskeleton for Superman to sit in when he was too tired from flying around in the Supermobile or just flying around on his own. The other vehicle was the All-Terrain Trapper, which was a seated vehicle with a giant wheel in the front that could gather up superheroes as it passed. Okay, so we're going to be back in a sec. Take a listen to this Superpowers commercial. We shall return. Coming from the farthest reaches of the universe to challenge the worst villains on Earth are the most powerful heroes ever in the Battle of the Superpowers Collection. Hark! Batman being called to stop a dastardly deed new from Kenner's Superpowers Collection. The Batmobile figures with power action sold separately. Got you, Joker. Don't laugh yet. Release the war. It's a trap. Activate Battle with the cancellation of the comic and the cartoon, you might think this is the end of Superpowers, but that is not true. The molds were purchased by a South American toy company named Pasipa, who rebranded them the Super Amigos. That's a great name. There needs to be a tag team called the Super Amigos immediately. Anyhow, Pasipa named the characters the Super Amigos, and they also created a couple new characters. Well, one new character and one new figure. The new character is named Captain Ray, and that's R-A-Y, not R-E-Y, which is Spanish for king. He's Captain Ray, like he has a ray gun, and he was a repainted Superman. The other one is a Riddler, which was a repainted Green Lantern. The Riddler is actually both of them. The Riddler and Captain Ray do really, really well on the secondary market. So if you ever are down in Brazil or Belize and you see one of these dudes, scoop them up post haste. That's not the end of it either. After Pasipa was done with the molds, they were sold to Toy Biz, which used them for their own Batman toy line and also for a DC superheroes line. And, okay, that's not the end either. You would think that by now these molds are totally worn out, but they went back to Kenner, which reused them for the Kevin Costner Robin Hood series. So if you ever take a look at the Kevin Costner Robin Hood figure, you can see a G on his belt, and that is because he is a reused Green Arrow. That's really awesome. Not awesome enough to make the movie more palatable. I just don't see that as possible. Anywho, let me give you my quick story about my involvement with superpowers. Like I told you earlier, I had the Doctor Fate, and I totally loved him. I also had a friend named Anthony, Anthony Zamora. And anyway, Anthony liked to break his toys. He liked to break them with rocks. His deal was he would stand them on the edge of the curb or on the edge of a creek and throw rocks at them until they shattered. And I guess he had shattered all of his and he wanted, you know, he wanted to continue having fun. So he convinced me to go with him to smash some toys. Ugh, I regret it so bad. Did you hear my sound of regret? Ugh. Anyway, he got me to take my Dr. Fate down to the creek with him and we stood him up and took turns throwing rocks at him until finally... One of us nailed him, and he just flew into bits. The moment that I hit him and he flew, I just, ugh, my heart dropped. I can see it now in my head. He just flew. It was like his arms and legs, they just all went in four different directions. It was a tragedy. I regret it until this day. Anthony, if you're listening to this, I still blame you. And now, the Toys R Us report with I See Robots. I like 
all right, here we go. The moment you all have waited for the Toys R Us report where I tell you what I have found at the local Toys R Us, Target, or Walgreens that I frequent very frequently. Before we get too deep into it, I gotta tell you, I harpooned another white whale, stuck it right in its blowhole. I got the Walgreens exclusive white prototype Boba Fett. I've been looking for these all over the place. And I think I mentioned last week that my bro Mark found five. I only found one. I wouldn't have bought five. I'm only in it for one. Still though, I think it goes to show that they're out there now. So the white whale might be coming a little bit more common. I think they do that at first. They white whale it, and then they move it on to, like, blue whale it, which means there's enough of them out there that people can see them, but there's not enough yet to where you can go and eat them. Anyhow, this was a really fun weekend. It was uh, a little past my daughter's birthday, so she was going to take some friends of hers up to San Francisco to Japantown for a little little birthday outing, you know, a little fun, little thing like that. Anyhow, on the way there, we hit up the Toys R Us in San Rafael. It's a really nice store to visit. It's a little bit more upscale than the one we have here, and the collector toy aisle stretches the entire side of an aisle as opposed to ours, which is maybe a third of an aisle at the most. It's a little underwhelming. Anyhow, we headed out to San Rafael with them, and that was a lot of fun. We stopped at the toy store, like I just said, and I was really pleased with what I saw there. They had a lot of the different reaction figures that we didn't have here in Santa Rosa, and they also had a whole different series, the Universal Monsters, which I really have been looking all over for. I wanted them super bad. And I found them. I wanted them super bad, and I found them. Not quite a whale of any sort, still something fun. I picked up the werewolf, or the wolfman, we shall say. He's not a werewolf, he is a wolfman. Frankenstein, and also his lovely bride. The one that I was looking for is the creature, the creature from the Black Lagoon. They didn't have him, though. They had Dracula. I didn't buy Dracula. I probably should have in retrospect. I didn't feel like going all in with all my money and buying everything. I figured that eventually they'll get the the, uh, the Universal Monsters here in my town, and at that point, I'll pick up Dracula. I have a pretty special relationship with Dracula, and that relationship is based on my laziness as far as costume choosing. Every year between kindergarten and sixth grade, I was Drac. I had a plastic cape, plastic fangs, and white makeup. Also, I would dab a little red fake blood on my, uh, what do you call that? Like right near the corners of your mouth, that little crease that's in there. If you were like a, a, a marionette, or not a marionette, a, what do you call those, a uh, ventriloquist dummy. If you were a ventriloquist dummy, you have that little seam, that's where I would put my uh, red makeup. I don't know. I think it was just an easy costume, so it wasn't as much as I loved him as I loved not having to choose something different. I've also never really been that keen on masks. I don't like the idea of them over my face. Those rubber masks that we had as a youth, they smelled pretty bad, and the Ben Cooper ones didn't smell that much better. They do smell not as bad, and it's a very nice smell whenever you get a chance to whiff it. It wasn't the best, though, you have to admit. wasn't the greatest scent to have up around your face for hours at a time. Being as it was her birthday, her friends wanted to naturally get her a present. And while we were at the Toys R Us, they picked her up a Ouija board. Now, they've all just seen that movie Ouija, that new scary flick that's out that's freaking out all the youth. You know, they thought it would be fun to get her one. They thought it would be a gas to go and do the Ouija thing. So they bought one, and they took it with them, and the rest of the ride... They were making jokes about how, oh, Ouija boards are made by Hasbro. Ouija boards need batteries. I guess the new ones need batteries to, so you can see the disc, I guess. 
I've never been a big Ouija board dude, so I don't know what... I mean, I, I know they didn't have batteries, but I guess it's like a little light-up thing inside there so you can see which way uh, you're guiding the disc around. They got her that, and they made fun of that. It was fun. It, they seemed like they were going to have a good time, even though a couple of the kids did not want to do the Ouija. They were just like, we're not doing that. And I can appreciate that, because why open up the door to evil forces if it's not necessary? Even though there probably are no evil forces, why risk it, you know? Why risk it? Why risk your biscuit if you don't got to? Anyway, they had a lot of neat things at the store. I was totally happy. They had the G.I. Joe Creos, which I, I am in love with these. And they had the brand new Series 5. I have one in my hand right here. Crinkle, 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 crinkle. Uh, I like blind bag figures, but I don't like getting duplicates. So I am one of those creeps that looks on the internet and reads the codes. I don't read the codes to take away the special ones from you guys, you know, the short pack ones. I read the codes so that I don't get doubles. I don't want doubles. I don't want to waste money. Still, though, they were only $1.99. They were fully on sale, which was really, really cool. I mean, for that price, you can afford to get five or six of them and not have any fear of blowing the grocery money or whatever. More crinkling. So they had Series 5. And Series 5 is, I'll just read them off for you. There was Iceberg... A battle-damaged bat, dial tone, the human bullet, a ninja, cobra driver, outback, leatherneck, a techno viper, lifeline, televiper, and Zorana. Who I wanted out of this was Zorana, the human bullet. The human bullet's cool. That was when G.I. Joe was switching over from being a military thing to being more of an adventurous kind of thing. So they made a few superhero-type characters. And uh, one of them was the, the human bullet. He was basically had like a cone on his head that made him, I think he could fly. So he would like fly into dudes with this cone head and I guess devastate them bullet wise. So he was one that I wanted. Anyhow, I got him. I got him and I got Iceberg. I got two of Iceberg and I'll tell you why I got a duplicate. They stopped doing the blind bag codes. It used to be there was a little number on the side and that you could go online and see what the number was and see what figure was on there. They discontinued doing that. So that's a bummer. And I was a little bummed out that I got a dupe, you know, but still, what are you going to do? I got him. And then I got a couple from another series. They had an older series that they didn't have at my store. So I got Tripwire, the mind dude, and I got... Let's think about this. Let's take a look. Let's actually... Let's walk on over to my shelf, and we will see who did I get. I got Tripwire, and I got, oh, I got Tomax. I don't know if it's Tomax or Zamot, the evil twin uh, Cobra lawyers. So I got those guys, and then I also got a duplicate of, who did I get a duplicate of? God dang it. I am just totally drawing a blank. Was it a uh, duplicate of Tripwire? I got two of them. I think it was Tripwire, and I also got the snow guy, the dude with the skis, the bro who skis around in the mountain for the Joe team. So anyhow, I'm sitting back down here at the desk. So I got all that cool stuff. I got the Universal Monsters. I was really stoked. I also got, well, my daughter got the Ouija board. I didn't get that, but someone in the family got that. We've added a Ouija board to the arsenal of games in the game closet. And that whole trip, the whole trip to Toys R Us was a lot of fun. It's neat to see a different store, and it's neat to see some of the different things that they have there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about this. I got some Clerks Mini Mates. I didn't even know these were coming out. It's really neat. They're from the first movie, and they have Dante, Randall, Jay, and Silent Bob. I'm really into the Dante and the Randall. I don't know whether I should open these up or if I should just leave them in here. 
No idea. Uh, you can let me know if you have an opinion. Hit me up on Twitter at IcyRobots with the hashtag open or not open or to not open. I don't know. You can figure that out anyway. So that's about it for the Toys R Us report. We're going to head on out of here, hit the hills as it were. So make sure to drop by virtualdirtmall.com and support the show with a generous purchase of something that we got there. You choose. You choose what you want. That's why it's great about it. I'm not asking you to like just give me your money and I'll keep doing the show. I'm not hijacking you. I'm offering you like something that I have for sale over there that somebody might buy anyhow. So virtualdirtmall.com. We're going to head on out of here, head into the hills. Make sure to check out throwbacknetwork.net for your weekly and daily dose of retro shows. And I guess this is it. This is your boy, Icy Robots. If you don't know, now you know. I wanted them to burbud. I wanted them to burbud. I wanted them to burbud.